we're putting God first and believing that he's going to help us accomplish our impossible goals. I'm Melody Bateman. I'm a running coach, and I believe in letting the real you out. I'm Tracy Robbins King, and I'm a creation coach. I am enthusiastic about helping people make incremental progress. And we're three peas in pod as we're entrepreneurs, runners, and podcasters. So there's going to be a lot of nerding out. Episodes drop Monday. Woo woo. Welcome to the 52 Weeks Podcast. We're glad you're here with us. I'm Melody. We have Steph and Tracy here with us today, and I'm so happy to see you guys. Okay, so to get this started, I just want to know how your weeks were. How did they go? I'll start off. So I had, I feel like I had an I had a really great week. I was traveling for half of the week. And so I was gone from Wednesday. Um, I mean, I was gone in t- from Thursday to to Sunday. And then um, I've just had a kind of, yeah, I'm still feeling the holiday vibe. And I took down my Christmas decorations and it made my heart break. So I just barely saw an Instagram post. Uh, and the girl says that her tree is her mental health tree, and I should have kept up my tree as a mental health tree. So I'm really sad I didn't see that post before I took down my tree because it really did brighten my whole entire month. So I'm trying to actually think about something I can do to brighten things up a little bit, like lighten things up in my house, feel like there's something special in my house. So I really love that about Christmas. So that's something that my week was really good. Um, I feel like my uh, performance on my goals was was uh, was not 100%. So I did prayer journal three times total. Um, and mine was more of a catharsis than it was like revelation. So I feel like I could I had more catharsis than I did have inspiration. What does those. catharsis mean? Catharsis Thank is an emo- yeah. Catharsis is an emotional release. Oh, okay. So mm. I feel like I had more of an emotional release, or where I was just like unloading on my prayer journal, and I didn't really feel like I got a lot of revelation per se but I felt like I released a lot. So that was my experience with the invitation from this past week. And then regarding my actual goals, um, I did not do 30 minutes a day of scripture study, but I did do, I, I read the scripture. So my floor is one verse, right? And my ceiling is 30 minutes. So um, I definitely, I did read my scriptures. I think I actually missed a couple days, but I, or one, but I was pretty good. Like I read my scriptures every day. I just didn't have as thorough of a study, which makes a difference. You guys, <laughs> you, you don't feel the same kind of rush if you're not really like diving in. So it does make a difference, right? Like quality does matter. Um, and then with movement, my movement goal, I went to pickleball once. And then today you guys, I went to the, I went down to this morning at 5.45. I was playing pickleball on the street and I am signed up for a competition. I mean, for a tournament on Friday, I'll be doing a tournament on Fridays for the next six weeks. So I paid my fee for the tournament and um, I found a new group to play with on like Mondays and Wednesdays if I want to do that. I'll probably choose one day in the week to do that. And then I'll turn it, I'll do the tournament on Fridays. So I followed through on that and I'm following through on that. So that's exciting. And I felt a lot of resistance to that, but I did it. And then I haven't invested anything more in crypto or really done any research on that. So that's still something that needs some more attention, just education wise. I need to do some more education for the investments. I set aside some money for investing extra, so putting more money into that. So I'm excited about that. And then um, I, the brainstorming places I want to work, I did not do that. I did not do that. All I just determined is that I don't want to work <laughs> again, <laughs> which is probably like something I need to kind of work through, right? Like what kind of works, what kind of work do I want to do? I did listen to Grow the Show podcast. And that really motivated me to, to niche down. Again, you guys, you see this like thing. And so I really feel like I need to do a, an intensive two-week focus on actually niching, which I feel like I've talked about this, but I really want to make that like a focus is figuring out 
where I really want to dive in. And if I don't feel confident enough to dive into one topic to do like months, so do January, February, March, and set up some intentions for what those months are going to be the people I interview on the Thy Neighbor podcast. So choosing topics that I really want to focus on and actually getting people who hit that topic. So I'm going to, that's one of my intentions for this next week um, is to niche is to, to be exploring the niche and not just talking about it, but actually doing it. Uh, so setting aside time. And then my meditation for 10 minutes a day, I actually, I missed meditation twice, but every other day I did it. And I did these amazing meditations with Tony Robbins this week. I did a couple and it was all about gratitude. I don't know if I told you, I think I told you guys this in the, in the Marco Polo, but I just had this beautiful visualization of like the light in me and how I give my light to other people, like a little bit of my light. And if I wasn't here, that that light would remain inside me and that their lives would be a little dimmer, just like the dimness and the light. So I've, that has been so powerful for me, just like to visualize the individual light each person gives and that you guys give to me, like that exchange of light has been so powerful to me. So you know, Christ is the fire. He's also the light, but he gives us light to share with each other. Right. And so we can, we can add light into each other's lives. So those are my review. That's my week. I see. I feel like that was so much. And I have so many questions. Like, I feel like this podcast could be five hours long and we could just dive into all of that. (laughs) Thank Thank you for sharing. Okay, I do have a few thoughts on on what you said. So, okay, at one point, I want to talk about work and like trying to decide what what path to take. I feel like I'm trying to figure the same thing out. And I'll talk a bit more about that today. I also, Tracy, I want you to read this book. It's called Range. So this book is changing my life. I feel like I also have kind of been in this like, I need to find a niche. I need to find a niche. I need to find a niche. And I feel like that's what we hear all the time, especially in the entrepreneur world and at our YouTube podcast coalition. It's like, find a niche. That's that's how you grow. But this book, um, it's about how generalists trump, how generalists triumph, and how actually having a broad range of knowledge is crucial. And I kind of feel like lately after reading this book, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't need a niche. Maybe, maybe my niche is just being... Is, just doing a little bit of everything and that's okay. So anyways, you should check it out. It's awesome. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, totally. Okay. Steph, how was your week? Um, it was good. I just want to comment on the Tracy, what Tracy said though, about light, because I was reminded this week of it's a wonderful life. And I think that everything that you said, and I said this in the Marco Polo, but I think that I love that, um, part where, you know, he, sees his life if he wasn't there and the pharmacist made the mistake and his brother fell into the pond and just all these things and it's so cool i mean you hear at funerals as people like talk about this person how they influenced each other and that's like really the purpose of our lives is to help each other and connect each other and like share our light you know so i love that um so my week was a really growing week. Like, I feel like I was stretched out of my comfort zone so much. Um, and part of that was like, I had two speaking opportunities and I don't usually speak about things. And the topic was goals. And I felt very inadequate because all I can think about is that I'm not there with my running goal yet. Um, but it felt good to realize like all the progress I've made in podcasting and to realize like for a hundred and four weeks, um, now five, I have consistently like sat down, talked with my friends about my goals, about my like successes, my failures, and like my been accountable for the previous week and talked about the upcoming. And I'm like, that's, if anything, that's the most consistent thing I've ever done in my life. So props. And I had that sort of realization. And at one of the things... <laughs> Um, people were asking us questions about goals. Like we were the experts and I'm like, um, I don't feel like I'm an expert. Um, and it was so, I just felt like I was stretched so much out of my comfort zone, but it was so good too, to just realize like my growth of where I've come. And so that was like one area out of my comfort zone. 
I think one of the most powerful things that I did this week was with a friend, we burned everything from 2021 that we didn't want to bring up with us. Like, um, more like mentally, not like actual stuff, but just different experiences or sort of negative thoughts. And then I was like, what am I going to burn this in? And I, re I had in my closet forever this tin can from Young Women's that had a letter to my future husband and I wasn't supposed to open until I was engaged. And every time I saw it, it brought sadness because I was like, I probably said something really cool and I won't ever be able to open it, you know? And so we opened that up and it had like what I wanted in my future husband and like everything. And I just realized, you know, I'm a different person than I was even in my 20s, even the five years ago. And my expectations are different. And I think that I'm actually probably a lot more realistic with things and not as much of this all or nothing personality. And so we just started yelling out like all the traits we ever thought we wanted in a husband. I was like, I wanted someone that never swore or watched already movies or that went to the temple every week or had a great job and all these things and just like got rid of it all, all our expectations and how I expected to be pursued. And if my family and friends like someone just got rid of everything and then we burned it. And, um, and there's this cool picture because I was afraid because I was burning it on my patio. And so I went through each thing after putting water on it to make sure it was burned. Um, but there's this cool picture where it says like marriage and then underneath it is all my expectations and it's burned. And I'm so glad that I have this picture now because it's just reminding me that like, and I woke up feeling so light. Like I've just felt so good all week because I'm not trying to fit into this box that I've had all my life, you know? Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> amazing. So, wow. so it feels really good. And I just feel like I'll be more open to certain opportunities and, and certain men and looking more about people's attributes than this checkbox of accomplishments. So, so, I mean, that was another wow. growing way. And then, guys, I feel like I've found my way to track my goals. And that's to have a different thing for my habits and a different thing for my goals. And it's worked out wonderfully. And I've just felt so good this week. And normally, the beginning of the year, all or nothing sets in. And if I didn't do something, I'd be like, well, that's it. Like, why even try for the rest of the year? And, like, to give an example is I was like, it's going to be so great. In 2022, every day I'm going to do 22,000 steps. And then I was like, okay, well, that's all or nothing thinking. So let's, that will be my ceiling. Let's get in a like table goal and let's get in a floor goal. And I've been getting like the table goal every day. I haven't gotten the 22,000 steps because that takes two and a half hours to like do that much exercise to get that. But anyways, so like with, with goal wise, here's some things that I'm proud of. I only have watched an hour of TV this week, and that was The Chosen. Wow. Um, I've only been on my phone for my personal stuff on social media for 10 minutes, and that was Facebook stalking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't eat out this month, and um, I did out you of my miles. Out this month. That's amazing. Yeah, I've been eating out this week, and out of my miles, um, I did really good this week with my miles. Yeah, you did. Yes. I did a mile more than I needed to run. I didn't get my inter. Well, so so far this week, I've done two out of the four intervals. So I did fifty percent on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing, like I did all my audio. The only other thing I didn't get to was working on my budget, but I did a lot of automation with like Alexa with my like goals and systems and getting light bulbs that dimmed and stuff. So I feel like it was a really good week and more than anything doing like floor table ceiling goals, I think will really help me. Like for example, today, um, I forgot that when I set up my alarm that I set it up for PM and I forgot to change that last week cause I heard it go off at 5 PM. And so like this morning alarm didn't go off, but my lights went off and I just was so tired that I just continued sleeping. And I was like, you know, I've worked my body really hard this week. That's okay that I didn't get that 5 a.m. 5 day where before I feel like, 
ah, I can't believe you didn't get it, you know, like, and it's like, I've removed that guilt and shame. And it's just like, this is just data. Like, it's okay. Or one of my goals is to like, ha or one of my, the habits I'm trying to create is to not have dishes in the sink at night. And last night I was so tired that I was like, I don't care if there's dishes. And I'm like, and normally I would beat myself up, but I'm like, it's okay. It's just data, you know? And so I just keep on telling myself that. Um, but, and I think the most powerful thing has been my mirror talk. Um, because looking myself in the eye, telling myself I love and accept you, which Tracy taught me, and telling myself what I want to do for the week in accounting. It's been so good. So I feel like in a matter of like these past couple of weeks, I've made so much progress in so many areas of my life. Um, where I felt like stagnant before, even though I was trying and I was tracking and stuff, I just fell on fire. So thanks for letting Whoa. me share. Whoa, you guys are both on fire. I feel like I'm in the presence of gods right now. <laughs> you guys are fantastic. I just, I just want to sit here all day and listen to you guys talk. I just feel so much love and proudness for both of you and i'm giving you virtual hugs right now i'm hugging you both over the i love you guys <laughs> Thanks, Melody. i'm so you guys are awesome oh, um okay i wish that i just want to pick your brains all day guys um i feel like i'm doing things a little bit different i definitely am not like i feel like i'm on fire in a different way things are good. I'm figuring stuff out. Um, I'm taking a different approach. And I was talking to you about this last night stuff. So I feel like, you know, my whole life, I've always been a goal setter and a list maker and very high expectations for myself. And I just have found myself, uh, my whole life, I struggle with anxiety, right? It's always, I just have always had massive amounts of anxiety. And I just feel like as the responsibilities have been loaded on, um, the anxiety has just grown and grown and grown. And it's gone to a point where it's like, um, it's, it's like pretty debilitating. I'm, I've really been struggling. And so I'm working on doing less instead of doing more. And that has been so, so hard. Cause I just, I just feel like I have this, this natural drive of like, I'm going to do this and this and this. And, and so I have, I've stopped making to-do lists and I have stopped making like very, like, like smart goals. I have my, my goals right now, I've reset them up in a way that what, what is the kind of person I want to become? And I've made them less specific. And, and I've been telling myself lately that I'm going to do whatever I want when I want. And I feel like that sounds really um, counterintuitive to, to what we're doing and, and with goal setting, right? But I really feel strongly that that's what I'm supposed to be doing right now. I think God really wants me to just slow down and, and have some space in my life. And so that's what I've been focusing on. And it's been really hard. I'm, I'm struggling mentally, but at the same time, I feel a lot more peace than I felt in a long time. I feel a lot more clarity and, and I'm trying to let myself just like sit, uh, sit in my boredom, sit in the space. And, um, it's been good. It's been hard, but it's been good. And I do feel my anxiety decreasing. So, I would say that's that's kind of my overall win is just giving myself space. And another big win for this week is I talked to you guys. I, I feel like everything I say, I'm like, oh, I, I mentioned this on Marco Polo. Oh, I mentioned that on Marco Polo. But I had somebody reach out to me and ask if I would uh, work for them, do some contracting work. And my immediate response was, oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, that's, that's how I am. I'm kind of impulsive and I get, I get really excited over new opportunities and learning new things. And also I'm like, Oh, another way to make money. So that's kind of exciting. And so I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds great. But then as soon as I said, yes, I felt anxiety and, and I got this aha moment. I've been trying to figure out, I told, I told you guys uh, a while ago, I said, I feel like the thing in me that says I'm doing too much is broken. Like I, I just, that doesn't exist, you know, but I realized 
when I told that guy, yes. And I got anxiety. I was like, oh no, that thing in me is not broken. Um, I just realized I'm really good at ignoring that thing. And, and I recognize it for the first time. I recognize that my anxiety was telling me that that is too much. So I called this guy back and I told him that I just have too much on my plate right now and I'm not going to do it. And, and I'm sad because I was really excited, but the anxiety went away and I feel like I know that was the right choice was to say no to that. So that was a really, really big success. And yeah, just working on keeping my plate like clean. And I'm trying to stay, stay focused on the things that I am doing right now and not, not adding more onto my plate. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. And, and I feel good. I I'm struggling. My heart hurts a little bit. I'm confused, but at the same time, I know that I'm on the right path and this, like this hurt and this confusion is just what I need to wade through to get to where I'm going. So that is amazing. So, that is so you. beautiful. I, um, I had a few thoughts come to my mind as you were, as you were sharing about the decision to slow down. And it reminded me of Elder Uchtdorf when he gave, or President Uchtdorf, I don't know what time this was, but he, he gave the talk about how when you're in turbulence in an airplane, the desire is to speed up, but what you're supposed to do is slow down. I like that. Do you know what talk that is? I bet I could find it if I look. You'll find it if you look for turbulence, Elder Uchtdorf or President Uchtdorf. You'll you'll find it. Um, That's a great analogy. I'll look that up. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that just came to my mind. And also, I I wanted to to mention the whole becoming thing. I really feel like that's the theme of the Letting Go book. The yeah. Letting Go book is it's really it's I all need about to get it. I know. It's I need all to about read it. It's all about becoming. It's all about letting go of these accolades or these expectations of ourselves because I had an experience when I was in Mexico City. I was uh, I was dating a guy at the time and he um, he's a he's a really chill guy, really nice person, really quality human. And we had gone that night. We were going to go out to eat and we like went across half the city and Mexico City's huge. So it was like 45 minutes to get to where we were going. By the time we got there, I was super irritable because all I was thinking about was my morning routine. I was doing the miracle morning and I was trying to do it every single morning. And I had this perfectionistic all or nothing mindset about it. And I was irritable with him as a result of that. And he was like, who's this girl? which I was showing him my true colors at that time. And I think it was helpful. Um, and we almost, we would joke after that trip that it was like too much too soon. But at the same time, like I revealed to him that I like was prioritizing my goals over my relationships. And I wasn't willing to be flexible when circumstances changed. And I really looked at that and had to examine like, why was I so obsessed with doing this morning routine that I couldn't enjoy being in Mexico City. And it really required, it like required me to really reflect. So that just came to my mind as you were sharing your thoughts. And I just think it's such a victory to choose to slow down rather than to, to speed up and to add and to subtract instead of add. Thanks, thanks for sharing. I, I feel like I can relate that. I feel like that's the story of my life this year. I, I feel like I've always put my goals in, in front of God and my relationships and I feel like I totally crashed and burned this year. And I think it, it's a result of that. And I think God knew that I needed to crash and burn to realize that. So I'm, I'm kind of being forced to do less, um, but it's good. It's good. And I'm grateful that that happened. And I'm grateful for God and leading me down that path. I prayed for help and, and he made me crash and burn. So sometimes that's what we need. <laughs> Well, and I've just been so impressed with your humility. I feel like these past couple of weeks, like you've just been really like looking for guidance for God with everything in your life. And I think that that's sometimes a hard place to be because it's like, oh, I got this. Like, I don't need to ask for help. But I love that you are because you have been like so insanely driven. And like you're someone that you just like have um, your habits sort of down, you know, like where for a lot of people, it's just like doing stuff consistently is hard, but like you're someone that you exercise regularly. You're someone that you do all the, like you have those. And so 
to see that the big thing is really you um, like slowing things down, not accepting everything, like having more balance. It's cool how everyone's journey is different. And that's where I think like I really love last year realizing as we talked to um, so many guests that were so different of how they did goals to see that it's not just one way to do it or to become or whatever, but that there's so many ways. Yeah. And I think I've realized that too, working with both of you guys that as you've talked about like the habit tracker and things that you do track your habits. I, in my head, I'm like, I don't think that would work for me, but I'm like, but that works great for you. Like Steph, you, you figured it out. Like you figured out what works for you. And I think that's Mm -hmm. great. And one thing that's been awesome about telling myself that I'm going to do whatever I want when I want is it has really showed me like where my true habits are and where my weaknesses are because I'm not like exerting willpower all day, every day. I'm just letting, like, I'm letting myself sleep in. I'm letting myself watch TV. I'm letting myself just slow down. And I'm realizing that there are some places where, okay, I, I think I do have a habit of scrolling my phone too much. I do, you know, and, and I have also realized like I have created this habit of like eating okay and and exercising. And it's been a good like revealer of, of my true habits. So that's been kind of fun. So let's jump into the prayer journaling. I am so, so, so excited about this. I have so much to share. I learned so much. Um, If you don't mind, I'm going to start sharing my story of prayer journaling and, and kind of what I've learned. So I started prayer journaling unintentionally last week. And I just, it's what I decided that, okay, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to ask God for help and I'm, I'm going to listen and I'm going to do what he tells me to do. And I just naturally grabbed a journal and grabbed a pen, said a prayer, and I started writing what I felt. And you guys, it was amazing. It was amazing because God spoke to me. He spoke to me through my pen. And I, this is what I did. I I grabbed a notebook and I, I asked a question in my notebook and I sat and I listened and then I wrote God's answer. I asked God another question. I wrote it down and I sat and listened and I wrote God's answer. And I have his words in my notebook. What he told me is here on this paper. And he spoke to me. Ugh. And sorry. Something I've struggled with is I just feel like for about a year and a half, I felt like God wasn't listening. I I thought he hated me. <laughs> and I told God that. I I said I thought you hated me. Why why would you do all of why would you do all this to me? The only reason you do this to me is cuz you hate me. And I I just and I was sad cuz I feel like I didn't have connection with with other humans. I want to talk to people about what I was going through, but I just I just felt like there wasn't anyone to talk to and 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 people would always tell me to talk to God. You can talk to God, but I was like, yeah, but God's not going to talk to me like like a human on this earth is going to talk to me. But I realized that He will, and He does. If you listen, you can literally just sit and have a real life conversation with God, and and it's amazing. Um, so I've I've received so many answers this way, and and I think it's such a powerful tool to it's such an awesome way to talk to God. And then what's cool is it's on the paper and you can go back and you can look at it. It's always there. And, um, the way I've been prayer journaling is uh, like that. Um, I've also kind of been doing it like throughout the day. So if I have a thought or a question, um, I just grab a sticky note and I pray, I journal on the sticky note. I ask a question and I wait for God's reply and I write on the sticky note and I haven't been doing it like at the same time every day, every night or every morning. I just kind of throughout the day when I have questions, I just grab a pen and a paper and I write my questions and I wait for God's answers. And, um, it's been amazing guys. It's been so amazing. So that's, that's been my experience with prayer journaling. That is seriously so beautiful. Thank you. You know, I love how you're like, well, God doesn't talk to me, you know, and I think that sometimes it's hard to, because my experience with the prayer journal, I forgot to do it because I didn't put it in my tracker where I saw all the time till someone has said it on Marco Polo. So then like, 
the past couple of days I've done it and I've been like, is this me or is this God? You know, and sometimes I get in my head, but I've just been like, just right, you know? And I think like what Tracy, you were talking about how like sometimes it's just you getting that stuff out. But I do feel like there's um, power in being like, okay, I'm going to pray, but I'm going to force myself to not get up, but to force myself to sit here. And I would like put the timer on for two minutes, which, you know, for some people they should, they might be like, well, why don't you just sit there regardless? And I'm like, because I know that I won't do it, <laughs> you know, but to have a timer and to turn it over and then to like write and then to look and be like, oh, okay, you still have a minute, like sit there longer, um, I think is, it's just, I mean, like what, what I had said before, it's like when you talk to someone, you wait for their reply and it gives that opportunity for you to, to sit, to ponder, to meditate, and then to write down the thoughts, whether they are mine or whether they're from God, like they're good thoughts, you know? And so, um, so I really, I, I was just reminded of how much I do like doing that, but also how I forget that I get in my head a little bit too. Totally. I think it's such a great way to practice listening to the spirit and receiving that personal revelation. And I think just sitting there in your feelings with the pen and just kind of learning like, okay, are these, am I in my head right now? Are these feelings from me? Are these feelings from God? Where are these feelings coming from? Where are these thoughts coming from? I feel like that's, that's such an important practice. And, and I think like it's a practice, right? I think the more you do it and the more you kind of figure out where those thoughts and feelings are coming from, I think the better you get at listening to God and receiving that personal revelation. When you were talking, uh, Steph, I feel like for myself, I it would what I missed from my prayer journaling this week, I feel like is I didn't listen. I don't feel like I spent enough time listening. I spent a lot of time just like writing, 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 and then I'd be like, oh, and now I need to go. Like, I just, I didn't actually like respond. And I think that's the power. The power of prayer journaling is listening to what God has to say to us. And I've been reading this book it's, it's famous poems, you guys. I've been reading famous Ooh. poems. And I'm kind of, I don't quite understand myself. I, I have a love-hate relationship with poetry. A lot of poetry I just think is complete bogus. And I don't understand what people are trying to even say. And But sometimes a poem does a great job of capturing an emotion or of, an, of a human experience. And there's, there I as you were sharing, Melody, this actually came to my mind and this poem is not very edifying but i'm gonna read it to you <laughs> and this poem is is called solitude and it's by ella wheeler wilcox and it says laugh and the world laughs with you weep and you weep alone i don't <laughs> for the for the saddled earth must borrow its mirth but has trouble enough of its own Sing, and the hills will answer, sigh, it is lost on the air. The echoes bound to a joyful sound, but shrink from voicing care. Rejoice, and men will seek you, grieve, and they turn and go. They want full measure of all your pleasure, but they do not need your woe. Be glad, and your friends are many. Be sad, and you lose them all. There are none to decline your nectared wine, but alone you must drink life's gall. Feast and your halls are crowded, fast and the world goes by. Succeed and give and it helps you live, but no man can help you die. There is room in the halls of pleasure for a long and lordly train, but one by one we must all file on through the narrow aisles of pain. And in my honest opinion, the reason why that, that poem is potent is because we felt that. We felt the solitude of like feeling our emotions by ourselves and feeling kind of people not wanting to be there with us. But we've also had moments where God, that's where we went. In our solitude, we went to God. And God was able to feel us in a way no other human could have. He was able to answer us in ways that only our solitude could, could get us to that place. So the part that's missing from this, this poem is God, right? Is that God is in the solitude and that he can answer only when we give him the time, right? To, to like hear his voice. 
And also something to add on to that is this morning I was on Instagram already winning at life. And uh, I was I was watching Instagram and there was a post from Jay Shetty that he reposted. And it was this girl who was having cancer. She shaved her head off, her, all her hair was shaved off and she was crying as she was looking in the mirror. And her sister was right beside her who had just shaved her hair and she started to shave off her eyebrows so that her sister would feel better. And I was like, you know, many of us are learning how to mourn with people and to sit with them in their hard stuff. And so that's not always true too. Like I've seen many people so, like sit with people in their hard things. And so I don't know why, but that's just what came to me when you were talking is just, even though there is kind of this, like there's a contrast that life creates, there's so much beauty in that there can be a lot of beauty in the solitude that we do experience. Thanks, Tracy. I think that's super true. It makes me think of, uh, you know, when Jesus was on the cross and he said, God, why has thou forsaken me? Even, even God left Jesus alone in one of, in one of the hardest times of his whole life, right? It's just part of mortality. Will you send me that poem? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. I'm just basking in, um, in all of this right now. Can I share something? Yeah. I just, I just got my prayer journal out, um, just to see sort of what I wrote, right? Like when I was like, I don't know if it was me or if it was God, but I was looking at this cause I had one of my questions that I asked was what does heavenly father want me to know? And I just looked at this and like the first three were that I'm loved that I'm his daughter, that I'm beautiful. And I just was like looking at that and I was like, you know, whether that is my mind or whether that is from God, those, like, I have this whole list of things. And then I had to think of like, you know, how can I meet my future husband? And I was looking at this list and I was like, I put in their HOA meetings, which I've never thought of going to HOA meetings. <laughs> and then I put Lehigh City meetings and um, Silicon Slopes. And I was like, I haven't even thought about some of those things. And then Neighborhood Pickleball Group. And I was like looking at that and I was like, actually some of the stuff like I don't think was my own like thoughts because I would never want to go to HOA meetings, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But I'm like, okay, maybe I'll try some of these out. And I think that that's probably a key of all this is like to write it out, but then to go through and review it later. Um, because like those things really popped out as I was like, I don't think that that's where I would think I would meet someone. Right. So. I think that's awesome. Oh, sorry, Tracy, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, I love that the HOA that that makes me laugh, honestly. And also. <laughs> I have my friend, Elizabeth Pinborough, she, she published a pod, uh, I podcast, she published a book, it's a prayer journal called the Kindly Light Prayer Journal, and I actually have the copy that she got two copies when it came back from the publisher, um, from her printer, I guess, and then, anyway, so now I have these different pages that she offers, like different approaches to the prayer journaling, oh, and so cool. I've been using that, and I think the most powerful part of it, though, is looking back stuff. And seeing the revelation I've already received and be reminded that I've already received so much revelation. Yes, that's what's all that's just one of the things that's awesome about this. You guys, I'm obsessed with prayer journaling. I think this is the best thing in the whole entire world. I want a t-shirt that says, I'm obsessed with prayer journaling. <laughs> I think that's what's so cool about it, guys. Like it's here, it's on. I can look back through this for the rest of my life and God's words are right here. God's words to me are right here. And I just think that's beautiful. And anyways, I just think that's so, so, so cool. Um, this is what, these are the answers that, that I got from my prayer journaling. So I feel like I got a lot. So, um, as I've talked about before, and, and as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Tracy, like I'm still kind of in this, like, what am I supposed to do? I thought I knew, I thought I knew what I was supposed to do. I was so confident for a minute about what I was doing. I was moving forward with this coaching program and it felt good and things just, it kind of, it fell apart. So anyways, when, when I moved forward with this coaching program, I do feel like there was, um, 
divine intervention. I, I do know that leaving my previous job and moving on to this thing, it, it was a good thing to do. I never, I prayed about it, but I never like really prayed about it. Um, but I still had like some feelings that this is the right thing to do. I felt really excited about it. I started moving forward with it. And, and then I decided, okay, I haven't really prayed and asked God. So I prayed and asked God. And this is after you guys, I've, I've put down like business startup costs. It, it wasn't a lot of money for a business startup, but it still was a lot of money. I put down a lot of money. I spent hours and hours and hours building this online program, recording videos, editing videos, so much time creating this. And I said this prayer and God said, no, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. And I'm not going to lie. A part of me was almost relieved. Like I knew it, it wasn't what I was supposed to be doing, but I was moving forward with it anyways. Um, there still is a big part of me that's sad too, because it was this, I was so excited about it and I did put so much work into it. Um, but I committed to trusting God and doing what he told me to do. And so I've, I've rebranded everything. I've changed the name of my business. I've lost a lot of startup costs, but it's okay. Cause I trust God and it will all turn out. Okay. It's not, God will give me what I need. And I know this will turn out better than that would have turned out. So, so I've changed everything there. And and it's funny, I feel like God gives you answers like line upon line upon, right? Little piece at a time. And I hate that, you guys. I hate it. I just want him to give me a manual of this is your life. This is what you're supposed to do. This is how it's going to turn out. This is what you're supposed to do on this day. I just, I hate, I'm like, ugh. so he, he gave me some pieces. He said, I want you to focus on um, so I'm doing massage. I'm looking for a new building to do my massage out of, and I'm working with my brother editing videos. He said to focus on those two things. That's, that's the answer he's given me. So that's what I've been doing. Anytime I try to do something else, anytime I try to market to get more massage clients, anytime I try to do anything besides massaging my massage clients, finding a room and working for my brother, if I do anything outside of that, God just says no. He just keeps telling me, stop doing that. Stop doing that. And I'm so frustrated because I'm like, why? Like, do you, I, I feel like I need to move forward in this? Like, um, but the answer has just been just focus on those things and the answers will come. And, um, I did pray for patience a couple times and I think it's kind of, it's kind of my own fault, right? Be careful. Everyone says, be careful about praying for patience, but anyway, so, so that's, that's what I got from, those are the answers that I got from prayer journey was focus on those two things. And, um, yeah. And it just kind of comes back to that. I'm trying to slow down. And I think God is, is, you know, reminding me to slow down. And I think he also wants me to learn to love where I'm at and be grateful for where I'm at, because I feel like I'm always trying to go to the next thing. Um, I'm always trying to prepare for the next step instead of just being where I'm at and appreciating where I'm at. So those are some of the answers that I've got. I love it. And I'm so impressed because I feel like to have the courage to redirect something, the courage to go a different direction than you were previously, even after you'd made all this effort, that's a, an act of faith. I see a lot of faith and I feel like what you were kind of fighting is faith, right? Is saying, oh, I, you know, I, I want to know what's next. We want to know what's next in life. That's very much so a part of this experience. And so it's just really beautiful to see you taking steps of faith. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. And I, I think I really do believe that, that God gives us the answers we need when we need them. And we just need to move forward even though we're blindfolded and we don't know where we're going and trust that it'll be okay so what what have you been doing tracy in this phase of trying to figure out what to do next listening to you makes me think i should prayer journal more often <laughs> uh, <laughs> i 
I think I've been too distracted by all the fun I've been having lately. So I have just had so much fun. Uh-huh. And that is something my mom has told me I'm always very good at. So I, uh, I really have had such a great time. We went to the Rose Bowl and we were in California and like California is just a good, it's a good place for me. Um, it's, it's a magical place for me. Um, it's one of those places where God just tends to show me his love a lot and, and he tends to let the magic happen in my life. I just feel it and it, it's really a beautiful thing. So I, I have like some romanticized notions of California and they continue to be perpetuated through my experience. So. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was, it was really great. And, but I will say that I really have not, when I start to look for a job, I just feel myself wanting to run away. And instead of fighting that, I've kind of been leaning into it. Like, huh, why am I feeling that? Am I, is this the really direction I'm supposed to be going is getting a job? And and it, it's just kind of made me pause. So I feel like I've been pausing and paying attention. Is that there for a purpose or is that just a tactic to escape from mm-hmm. things I could be doing that could be more beneficial to myself and others? I see. I've I felt the same way. I, I do keep thinking like, what if I do just like get a nine to five job. I have, I have a good amount of school under my belt. I could get a good paying job right now. But every time I've, I've had a job doing what I do, I'm miserable. I've never once had a, a like 40 hour nine to five job where I'm like happy in my life. And um, I know something that I'm terrified of is, is losing my freedom. I really, really value my freedom and being able to just the idea of having someone else tell me where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to do and having to get permission. If I decide I want to go on vacation with my family, or maybe I'm having a really bad day and I, I just need to stay home and rest. I don't like having someone tell me what to do. And I feel like that sounds so like stereotypical millennial entitled lazy, whatever, but you know what? It just, that's how I feel. So that's, that's what I've been struggling with. And, and I keep thinking like, I can, you know, I don't, I don't have to get an to five job. I can be an entrepreneur. I can set my own schedule. Uh, there does come a lot of other responsibilities and challenges with that. Um, but so far, I think that those added challenges or those kinds of challenges are, are worth it to me, but still, still trying to figure it out and, and kind of questioning that lately. Maybe, maybe it's not worth it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if I have the gumption. I mean, there's just like, there's, there is some lack of belief in myself that I can mm-hmm. actually like make it happen. And so, and that's just the reality, right? Just being like, wow do I really have it? <laughs> and of right. course, I could have what it takes, right? Like, there's no doubt that God can help me with that. But it's like, do I want to do this? Or am I just going to keep resisting it until I don't do it? Right. And I know that I'm in a different like place, but I was in your guys's place. Um, like, really, when I came back from Alaska, um, because I didn't know what I was doing next. I knew I want to start a podcast. But I didn't really think that that would become like a career at the time. I thought, oh, I'll do public speaking. Um, but I didn't really think that too, because I was like, what do I have to, to speak on? And so I remember for two months just being like, I don't know what to do. And then I got this um, job that I was like, this will just be a temp job. It was downtown. It was like marketing, but basically I was a glorified receptionist. And I look at that job and i learned so much from that i learned how to organize i learned so many things but it was hard to do podcasting like to start up a podcast while having that job right and i remember like being so excited to go edit on lunch or like after work um and then like with reminisce audio originally when i quit that job it was i was going to be at title one part-time and do reminisce part-time and um i was doing that but then um, like my dad was like at title one, he's like, when are you going to commit and be here full time? And it's interesting to see how like different paths, like 
go and change and and I still want to build up remnants and have that be more of a side thing for me but um I think that it is a confusing time because having a full-time job even though that what receptionist job didn't take like mind power from me it was wearing the nine to five and so I think that it's the entrepreneur out it is I mean it's so much on your plate to figure out how to do the marketing, how to keep track of the clients that you do have and everything. Um, that it's not a cakewalk by any means, but then it's hard doing both, uh, like doing part time. So I understand the struggle. And as someone that sold out the nine to five, <laughs> <laughs> didn't continue on my original passion of my but now I look at it and I'm like I love where I'm at right and like this dream of Reminis Audio of doing that full-time like it never will be a full-time thing for me um again I just want to do it part-time so I think it's so interesting the evolution of figuring out what to do um and everyone's story is different and how they get there and yeah. And I don't think one way is right or wrong. It's just what's best for you. Yeah, and I think it's important like for me to be to be kind to myself. I think this is kind of where I want to be like, you are a completely capable adult and you don't have children. And you're like, what are you doing with your life? Like there's a lot of judgments like I'm a middle, like I'm in my mid thirties, like what is going on? Right. And so I have to, I just, there, there are some judgments there and I think they're valid. Some of the val- judgments are valid, but some of them are just, yeah. Like, am I not looking at myself? Right. So sometimes there's that questioning, like, am I not really examining what's really important here? So that's, that's something to think about. But having been clients of both of you guys is like, that's where I've just like believed in what you're doing so much because you guys have helped me so much. And so I don't know. I think it, it is a hard route. And I remember like, like after Alaska, like for two and a half months, I have no clue what I was doing next. And I hated going out to things because people would ask like, what are you doing? Like, what do you do for work? Like meeting people was like the worst I um I I remember I was dating guy and I didn't want to meet his friends because I didn't want them to ask me what I did for work because I was like uh I don't know and I'm 31 you know like so it is I think that there's like it's awesome going after your dreams but like you said Tracy the expectations that sometimes you feel like others have whether they do or they don't it can be really hard but then you see the success stories of people that stayed with it and did their own thing. And now they're like living the dream that they love. So. Yeah. Totally. It's possible. <laughs> I totally feel that when people ask what, what I do, it's the worst thing. I've just, I've gotten a little bit crabby about it. Like my dad, I, my dad helped me set up my new domain name and things. And he's like, why are you changing it? And I was like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I just, uh, anyways, but okay. We're out of time here. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up? Okay. Um, the challenge for next week, we decided to go big and stretch ourselves next week. We're going to talk about scripture study. And the goal for this week is to read 30 minutes of our scriptures every single day this week. So Tracy, you've already been doing that. So that should be a snap for you. That's going to stretch me for sure. Me too. But you know, so good. It will be good. It will be good. So, okay. Awesome. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.